Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step by their third year, Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this, by their third year. As a Hemi for arm. Stepping up middle of the field. First down and more. Josh Allen weaving to the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Allen, end zone shot. Got a man. Caught for the touchdown. He's a real threat. Down in the red zone, wherever. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Eli Fox, and we are back at it again with another episode of the All Day Buffalo podcast. This time, we're dropping a podcast after a tough, tough loss to the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Um, I know a lot of Bills fans, myself included, were really excited for this game. Um, everything building up to this game was extremely hype, extremely exciting. Um, and I was definitely one of those people that was looking at this game like it was going to be one of the most fun games for us to watch all season. Um, I don't think that it was necessarily a terrible game to watch. Um, it was definitely a little bit of a slower paced game. It definitely, you know, we talked about the over under a little bit last week when I brought some of my friends uh, who are Patriots fans on. Uh, we talked about that. 42 and a half point under. Um, and a lot of us thought that that would most le most likely hit. Um, and it did. It was only 24 points combined in that game. So it was a much slower game that had to do with, that had a lot to do with one, the Patriots play style uh, two the weather and the fact that no one was really getting in the end zone. Um, you know, a lot of time was being taken off the clock. It was a quick game. Uh, I remember saying that as the game ended, uh, I was extremely, extremely upset because I really thought that the Bills um, should and could beat the New England Patriots. Um, and I think that they lost or and I think that they missed out on a golden opportunity to kind of get a, a step ahead of the Patriots in the AFC East standings. Um, and I think that would have really boded well for us going on through this season um, and pushing on through the later part of the season that we are in now. We're almost in the final quarter of the season. We got five games left, and this podcast is going to be dedicated to talking about that Tampa Bay game. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Bills-Pats game, but before we get into that, um, I always love shouting out 
my Built in Buffalo podcast family members. Um, everyone does a killer job. Please check out their podcast. we got podcasts dropping every single day of the week on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. You can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Um, so ch- definitely check those out. Um, don't just listen to my podcast. Listen to everybody else's uh, because they do a really good job. Um, they have great guests on. Um, some people do great solo performances. Um, so please check them out uh, and you will not regret it. And also do not forget to follow us on all social media platforms. We are Built in Buffalo on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, so please check us out there and interact with us. So with all that being said, let's get a little bit further into this Bills-Pats game. Last week, um, I had a bunch of my friends on. I hope you guys liked that episode. It was a little bit different. Uh, it was a little bit tough to record that episode uh, because everyone was in town at once um, and no one really had a place to stay. So it was kind of difficult to have enough rooms to separately go into a room and everyone have headphones and everyone um, you know, be able to record it easily like that. So we all had to sit in the same room and use the same mic. So it did sound a little bit echoey at times or it sounded a little bit weird. Sounded like we might have been a little bit far from the mic, um, but that was about the best we could do. I hope you guys did enjoy that episode. I enjoyed making it um, because those are some of my really good friends, even though they're Pats fans, and um, they are the excited ones after the result uh, this past Monday. I think it was still fun and a good um, a good episode to show you know different viewpoints on this Pats-Bills rivalry that is definitely brewing um, right before our eyes. I think game two is going to be even better, and I think it's definitely going to be better um, on this bill side because of what I'm going to talk about when I start talking about this Tampa game, but this bills Pats game was underwhelming. Um, I think that I thought that the run game was a little bit better than it is. Um, the run game really isn't there. Uh, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and I, Brita is like really the only bright spot in my opinion. And he, you know, he's just been playing well the last couple of games, you know, and that, that could burn out whenever. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned about this run game. I think that comes from my concern, my overall concern for the offensive line. I think that the offensive line is far less than serviceable um, and they are not playing to their potential. I think that this offensive line could be much better. Um, I know that, that it's been a kind of a carousel yet again, you know, not only last year where we kind of cycling through all these different linemen and, you know, getting these people that were, you know, kind of good or not that great. And then you you put them in the lineup and then our offense would kind of stink for a little bit um, or it would throw everything off with Josh because now people are rushing him. um, And it's just a whole different ball game when your quarterback has to evade pressure on almost every single game. Um, It fatigues them more um, and it doesn't allow them to go through their reads, their their reads the same way that they're supposed to when the pocket is clean. Um, And, the way that we know that Josh Allen can do. Um, we know that he's a big, tall, strong guy that can stand inside that pocket um, and deliver great shots. And we, we know he can deliver great shots on, on the run, um, rolling outside of the pocket, rolling up towards the line of scrimmage uh, off his back feet. He can do just about everything, everything with the arm talent that he has. Um, but it's really, really important for this team to figure out the issues on the offensive line um, quickly like, like, like this game, <laughs> like this game, like this game has to be better offensively um, because it seems like this offense is un- a little bit uninspired, a little bit stagnant. 
Um, not the same that it used to be. It has flashes. Josh Allen is obviously still the great quarterback that he was uh, in 2020. Stephon Diggs is obviously a great wide receiver. He's getting open just enough. Uh, the last game was weird. You know, there were some plays that were missed because of the wind. Dawson Knox had a lot of drops that he hasn't been dropping uh, this this season. He had, you know, the the ball get knocked out when he was in the end zone. That that would have been the game winning touchdown, uh, which was honestly a great throw by Josh um, and even a better play by, I believe, Phillips, who came in to knock that ball out. Um, then there was the ball to Stefan Diggs on the left side of the end zone. Uh, where Diggs stuck his arms out. He was inside of the end zone. If he had his hands on that football, that would have been a catch and a touchdown. Um, and I don't know if Diggs kind of lost it in the wind, didn't really know where the ball was going to go next. Maybe it shifted on him last minute, uh, but that had to be a tough catch to make. That's always a tough catch to make either way. You know, like that's an over the shoulder catch. That's a difficult catch in baseball uh, as an outfielder. That's going to be a really difficult catch also as a wide receiver in football or as a cornerback or safety, whatever, anyone that's got to make that catch, that's not an easy catch to make. Um, so, you know, we can't, I, we know that Stefan Diggs is an amazing, great top, you know, three, five, whatever you want to say, talent at wide receiver in the NFL right now. Um, he should be able to make that catch given the conditions. Um, I don't want to say that I give him a pass on it, but it's an understandable drop. Um, but there were a couple plays like that where it seems like, those plays, if those plays hit for the Bills, this would have been a completely different ball game. We would have been, we would, we would be, you know, eight and four instead of seven and five, and in second place in the AFC East, and in seventh place in the AFC. We're in a little bit more of concerning territory now. It's a little bit scary, um, but I think that we, as Bills fans, need to, you know, cool cool our jets a bit, um, if I can say it in the kindest way possible. Uh, we need to slow down and think that, or, and remember that this, this, this team is, is talented. And, and if these, if there's going to be a team um, that can take the bills further, far into the playoffs or to a Super Bowl, um, I think that this group of guys are fully capable of doing it. It's just all got to mesh together and the coaching has to mesh together and the game plan has to be right. Um, and, we need some of our guys back, and it seems like we get some of our guys back, and then we lose another uh, one or two. And our injury report's always kind of like a pain to read throughout the week, um, especially that COVID report. You know, we've been getting our ass kind of kicked with COVID uh, issues this season, especially with the offensive line um, and uh, a couple of other players. But I think that you know, going back to what I was saying. The, the main the main issue here is the offensive line I think I think if the offensive line can get better um, I, you obviously can't really make any you know you can can't make any moves to bring any new people in at this point in the season but you can construct the right the right five guys to put on that offensive line to make this offense you know tick again make this offense the the, the number one offense in the league again make this offense extremely like, you know, threatening to every defense that they, they face, you know, it just doesn't seem like the bills are, are, are playing offense as confidently as they were last season. Um, it seems a little more timid um, and it seems a little less, you know, with little, a little less bravado. It seems like they're kind of leashing. Like, I don't know if you're understand, like you can understand this reference, but I'm saying like they're leashing like uh, Josh Allen. Like I think that, you know, they're not letting Josh Allen play to his full, full potential. I think they're forcing the run game a bit, you know, like we were even seeing 
on a day with 35 mile per hour winds, like pretty consistent 35 mile per hour winds in a Monday night football game at 30 degrees, Josh Allen was throwing the ball pretty well. You know, he didn't have really that many like horrible misfires um, in a really windy game where it would have been tough um, to, to, you know, make any throws, but he made a lot of great throws. There was a, a, a throw and catch to Stefan Diggs on the sideline. That was just absolutely beautiful. And he did those, those types of throws a couple times. Uh, he's one of those quarterbacks where even 35 mile per hour wins can't really affect him um, and his arm strength. Like he throws the ball that hard that it knifes through the wind uh, that easily. It's pretty insane. Um, so we need to, I think, lean more on Josh Allen, give the ball to Josh Allen. I know that some fans, some content creators don't like when Josh Allen runs with the ball, like design runs with the ball. I think that we need to do that a little bit more. Um, Josh Allen knows how to take hits. He's a big guy. Uh, run him towards the sideline, get him towards the outsides. You don't have to run him up the middle, but RPO plays, I think could work really well for this team, but get Josh Allen, uh, make Josh Allen the guy that's making most of the, most of the decisions. Um, on the offense. Uh, I think that he's got, he's the one that's going to give us the best shot at um, really any success in on the offense this season. Um, I don't know how much I trust Brian Dayball anymore with creating game plans against, you know, even semi-decent teams. I think that Brian Dayball's coaching stock uh, sadly went down a lot this year. Uh, I think if he took a coaching job, he would have last year, he would have totally uh, was able, would have been able to pick one up, but he didn't. Um, and I think that you kind of see this is like the same type of problem that certain college athletes have when they have to make a decision whether or not to play another year or declare for the draft. And sometimes those players will not declare for the draft and want to play another year to maybe boost their stats and boost their, you know, their, their, their draft rankings and, and, and draft stock and whatnot. Um, and then they play worse and their draft stock goes down and now they don't have as many, um, you know, NBA or NFL scouts looking at them anymore. Uh, so it's an interesting kind of area that Brian Dayball is in. He really has to save himself here. If he wants to be a head coach anywhere, uh, and even if he wants to like stay the OC at, in Buffalo, I think he's going to have to prove himself and he's going to have to play a lot better uh, or have play. He's not going to be playing. He, he's going to have to coach and create a better game plan, uh, for the upcoming games than he has in these past like six games, because it really hasn't looked good at all. Um, and we know that the talent is on this offense to pull off, you know, some, some, so, some pretty high totals. We were doing it earlier in the season uh, and we're just not doing it now. So I think that we need to see more out of Brian Dable and more out of Sean McDermott um, and see the ball in Josh Allen's hands more, because I, I don't think that we saw it enough. Um, even if we saw Josh Allen throw the ball 30 some odd times, I don't think that's, I honestly don't think that's enough. I think that he needs to have the highest usage on the team uh, by far. I don't want to run him, run him into the ground, but I think he's going to be the one that's going to produce the most positive offense for us. So with all that being said, it was a tough game to watch. It was, it, it was tough to see the bills lose. Um, this is only the first chapter in this two chapter it's two, two, two chapter novel here uh, between the bills and the Patriots this season. It could be a three chapter novel. You know, we could be seeing them in the playoffs if, if the cookies crumble that way. Um, so it's going to be interesting going forward. I think that this rivalry could be pretty special in the next five years. We were talking about this last week, um, but in the next five years, I think that this is going to be a really special rivalry. Um, but 
for now, we're going to move on to the next one. And the next one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It does not get any easier from here, folks. Um, we have to play arguably, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL right now. They have uh, the front runner for MVP playing quarterback, Mr. Tom Brady, who has been dominating the league for who like just just far too long. I don't even know how he's doing it anymore. Um, he's a robot. I don't know what he eats. It's crazy. Um, but we have to go in and play another, not another. I mean, New England's offense was extremely simple, but they ran straight through us. Uh, this defense has a lot to prove against a very difficult opponent and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that offense. Uh, the DBs will be up to up to task. The safeties, you know, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. And then, uh, you know, new addition to the lineup, Dane Jackson is going to get, excuse me, he's going to get tested um, first for the first real, you know, he wasn't really tested. He, the, Mac Jones threw the ball three times. Uh, you know, he's not, he wasn't really tested in that game against New England. He's going to seriously get tested in Tampa um, when the Bills go down there and play the Bucks because we know that Tom Brady's going to be throwing it a lot. Um, and you know that their wide receiving core is one of the best in the league. Uh, so that's going to be um, difficult. I don't think that this game is, you know, I don't think that this is like a, oh man, the Bills are fucked type of game. I don't think that, the Bills have no chance in this type of game. I think that the Bills are actually going to win this game. I think that the Bills find it. I think that the Bills right the ship. They have a really good tendency to play really well against NFC teams in their road build, like in, in their house. You know, if the Bills are on the road against the NFC team, I feel pretty confident. Um, I feel like this game is going to be kind of similar um, to I know this isn't going to be very comparable like quarter like player to player comparison but I feel like I just have this feeling and maybe I'm going to be completely wrong but I have a feeling this game is going to be a little bit like the San Francisco game uh last year I think that and I hope that the weather you know we're going into Tampa Florida the weather's nice um it's it might be a little bit windy is what I was seeing um but we you know I guess in the broadcast they were saying that Josh Allen plays better in the wind I guess so that I guess goes in our favor if there's a little bit extra wind. Um, with that being said, the Bills defense definitely has the biggest task this this upcoming week um, between the offense and the defense. I think that the offense can get going against this Bucks D. The Bucks defense is good. They have great linebackers. Um, they have pretty soft DBs. I think that you know, I think that Diggs can get open. I think that Cole Beasley can get open. I think that Dawson Knox can get open, and I think that Sanders can. I think that our wide receivers match up pretty well um, against the defensive backfield of the, the Tampa Bay bucks. Um, so I feel pretty confident that the offense can play pretty well, that the offense can play well enough to hopefully outpace the, the Tampa Bay bucks. I think that this is kind of a bold prediction to say that the bills are going to outpace the Tampa Bay bucks right now because of the way that their offense is that the, the way that the bills offense has been uh, playing lately. So <laughs> I, I'm, I, I might be eating my words here and it might be a bold take and it might be, you know, some people might think it's a shitty take, but I, I just have this feeling that the bills are going to play well on offense. They're going to come out of their shell. They're going to be the team that they're supposed to be this year, um, especially offensively and, and, and light it up and, and, and put this team on the right track because I think that a win in Tampa Bay against one of the best teams in the NFC is exactly what can right the ship. That's the exact type of confidence that this Bills teams that this Bills team needs. 
going into the final stretch of the season, going to the last quarter of the season, we need, we basically, I, I don't think that we need to win out to make the playoffs because this, this AFC is, is nasty right now. Like there, like anything can happen. Anyone can, can make the playoffs right now. So it's really scary. Uh, one to be a Bills fan, but to really be, to be any fan, you know, th- this AFC is crazy tight. Um, the Patriots, I think are nine and four and they are in, in, in the front in the division or in the, in the conference. Um, they're number one in the conference. So, you know, it's not a typical AFC. It's not a typical NFL, NFL season where there are like clear front running teams, uh, throughout the season that look like they, they can dominate just about everybody. Uh, you know, there's always those like three or four teams that look like they um, are the dominant teams and you can always count on them to win against teams that are maybe a little bit lesser than them this year. That's not the case. You know, we're, we're seeing wins and losses from underdogs all the time. Um, So I think that this is going to be a fun game. I think that it's important, like I said, to get Josh Allen, get Josh Allen cooking. I think that a lot of people are starting to talk about this, you know, let like people are saying again, let Josh cook because it is absolutely true. I think that we're seeing a little bit, you know, we're seeing a little bit of pullback on Josh Allen. I think that that's not coming from Josh. I think that's coming from game plan. I think that they're, they're trying to force a weird, uh, they're trying to force a running game that just doesn't exist. And I think that the bills need to do what works for them. And that's giving the ball to Josh Allen, letting him make most of the plays uh, because he's the best player on this team by far. Um, and the next one is Stefan Diggs. So get your best player to get the ball to the second best player. And this offense can make plays. I think that it's a very simple thing to say. Uh, and maybe it's like kind of like the, the, the easy way out, but I think that it's the, the, the most true thing is get Stefan Diggs Also get Stefan, get Stefan Diggs involved in the game, like two times more than what he's getting now, because it seems like he's not, I, I don't necessarily, I haven't watched film on every game, like the eye test on just watching the game. It doesn't seem like he's like getting double covered or he's getting extremely locked down. It's not like Diggs isn't getting open anymore. Um, I think that it has to do with more pressure on the quarterback, uh, less time for Josh Allen to go through his reads um, and and get the ball to his receivers. Um, I think that's really the biggest difference from this year to last year. Um, And we just need, our offense of our offensive line to create more time for Josh Allen to make more decisions. And if that can happen, I think the bills offense can, you know, exponentially grow in the right direction. Um, and, 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 and make a nice push in the, in the playoffs. Um, I think that it's really possible. I think that our backs are a little bit up against the wall. It's not panic button time guys, but it's definitely sense of urgency time. You know, like the Bills have to play with a sense of urgency. I don't think that I've seen much of a sense of urgency just yet from the Bills. That, in my opinion, is something that can definitely be found. I have faith in this coaching staff. I have faith in the front staff. And I have faith in the entire roster that they are able to turn this game around. So let me get into my predictions for this game, finally. Um, And I'm going to say this game's going to be higher scoring game than the last couple ones. I think that it's going to go up to 38 to 33 and the bills are going to win. I know that is a lofty prediction. That's a lot of points. I'm not sure what the over under is this week. I haven't looked at those lines yet, um, but it's definitely over that 
or it's definitely under that. So I'm looking like, like I think that this game is going to definitely be higher scoring. I think that the bills are going to have to keep up with the bucks offense. I'm not saying that the bucks or the bills defense can't stop the bucks offense. I think that there will be stops. I think that there may even be, um, you know, a turnover or two made, but I think that those bucks still manage to put up enough points where the bills are going to have to always, always score to keep the game, you know, to keep the game close. Um, and then the Bills are going to later on take the advantage and keep it. And that's it. Bills win, right the ship, and we move into the final quarter of the season um, on the right foot. And I think that's hopefully the way that it goes. Um, but that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it has been a blast talking about the Bills, um, even though you know this has been a little bit of a tough stretch to be a Bills fan. Everything's not going the way that we really thought that it was going to go, but stay the course, stay true to your bills. If you're a real fan, you're going to stay true. I know it um, because I am too. Uh, so let's stay positive. Let's get after it on Sunday, 425. We get the afternoon slot game this week. So let's hope that works in our favor too. Uh, hopefully the guys like the warm weather down in Tampa. Um, and yeah, so have a great rest of your Saturday. Have a great Sunday. Um, and as always, go Bills. See you later, y'all. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. And throwing, oh, and it is caught. That Stephon Diggs, the sliding grab for the touchdown.